0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the two hundred and sixty eighth episode of the Pokemon podcast. It's super effective. I am your host, SBJ, and with me today I have Will.
1: And I have a very sad announcement to make. The battery on my original 3DS is muerto.
0: You know, you is can... that the right?
1: What? You can change the battery? Yeah. No. Yeah. Will Anderson cannot change the battery.
0: It's like two screws, and you pull the battery <sighs> out.
1: Do I look like a screwy kind of person?
0: Uh we got Travis here today.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh Magikarp jump is ruining my life. Have you put money into it? No, no, no not oh, okay. that far. It's just like I s like I said last week, it's essentially a skinner box and it I don't have fun like it was fun at first because it's very cute. It's not fun anymore because I've already seen all of the pretty pictures it can provide but i'm still playing it because i mean there's food that i could have my magikarp eat like i can't just (laughs) waste i mean that i have three full training points like i gotta spend them i understand i will admit i'm probably the type of person whose brain is more captured by that type of mechanic than most but it just it's just nefarious and i want to escape it it's not even fun and i keep doing it
0: yeah i'm still playing magikarp jump as well uh i don't I will. Probably not. I haven't seen you move up on my leaderboard.
1: Yeah, I mean, I got to level three, and I thought, that's a grand accomplishment.
0: Let's leave it at that.
2: (laughs) Where are you right now, Steve? Uh, Rank
0: 41.
2: I think I might be a little higher. Let me see.
0: There was like two days I barely played because of life. Yeah, I'm rank
2: 46, and I beat the luxury league. Yeah, I've I've maxed out the amount of um, motivation bonus you get to
0: got an exciting show for you guys today we got some Pokemon news regarding Pokemon Go and the new Pokemon mobile game that is already out in Japan and then we got some emails there's some vast amount of emails that we need to catch up on so we'll probably do a little of that and then we have our Pokemon of the week and somewhere in there we will probably talk about Magikarp jump a little bit more so that's our show for you guys today no no interview or anything this week just the just just the three of us that was nice thank you <laughs> little 11 a.m singing for you guys 11 a.m we're post noon here buddy y- you're the outlier settle down here let's just jump right into some pokemon news first bit of news here is the entire 52 episode first season of the pokemon Haname. Called Pokemon Indigo League is now available on Amazon digitally. The season is now available in four volumes, thirteen each. Amazon claims these episodes are in quote HD. Each of the f- <laughs> each of the four volumes costs twenty one ninety nine for a total of eighty seven ninety six for the entire season. Due to the way Amazon Ooh. is configured, episodes can be purchased individually for two ninety nine each because they are quote HD. Note that this is. A re- this release uses standard seasons at CNNPokemon.com. Yeah, this is off Bulbapedia, by the way. Let me break it down for you guys. You can just buy the DVDs. I know they're DVDs, but you can buy the entire first season of Pokemon Indigo League for less than $30 on Amazon in DVD format. And I got to agree with... And that s- way you
2: don't have to spend 80 something to do it.
0: Yeah. And I got to agree with Snorlax, Snorlax Monster. We've had him on the show, uh, one of the news reporters on Bulbapedia but the, there's no way these episodes look better.
1: Oh, it's kind of like me trying to play Pokemon X on my original 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 3DS. <laughs> it certainly doesn't look better.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if the quotes around HD were added by you or if those quotes were originally in the article, but I think it's apt to include them. Although I I have not seen this Amazon feed of them, but A lot of the time we refer to 720p as high definition, and I mean, DVDs can do that, as far as I'm... I think 720p is just, like, DVD quality, and yet we still call it HD, so maybe that's what's going on. Who knows? I haven't seen the... Maybe maybe you get every pore in Brock's beautiful face in this high-definition remaster, Wind Waker HD version... Of the Pokemon now, Brock's skin league. is flawless. I mean, he, well, do you think that there are people who don't have pores? Because regardless of the beauty or quality or, as you say, flawlessness of one's skin, everyone still has pores.
1: His makeup is flawless.
2: Sure, but it
1: covers every single pore, smooths everything out. So beautiful, porcelain. All right. Now, Misty, there is a disaster. Huh. That's a walking train wreck right there.
0: I was watching the Sun and Moon episodes and I'm all caught up now. The DVR or whatever PlayStation View uses to play, to like realize what show you're watching, decided to play. It might have been, no, it was a Johto episode. Sorry. Yes, because I remember the amazing Johto theme song. And Brock is back as well as Misty. And it was the Chikorita episode. None of that matters. What matters is one. The Johto theme song is amazing. And two, the animation is so bad in that season. The lines. I thought you didn't care about animation. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Like, I would, I would still so watch story, it. It's about story, man. You're right. You're absolutely right. Like, I don't know why you're trying to troll me. You're absolutely right. I'm just saying that I can recognize <laughs> bad animation just like I could go to an art museum and recognize good and bad art. But anyways, the animation was so bad. I didn't realize how it aged. That being said, that didn't stop me from watching the episode and realizing that Chikorita beat Charizard at some point. Well, that Chikorita
1: is a real Chikorita.
0: I think Chikorita also beat Pikachu. That theme song is real good.
1: Yeah, it's the best of them all. It's quite good.
0: Second bit news here is Pokemon Movies 1 through 3 Gold Edition to be released in Australia and New Zealand in July. These will be released on DVD and Blu-ray. On July 5th, 2017, this release includes the first three Pokemon movies and their corresponding Pikachu shorts. This will include the English dub. The DVD release will be DVD Region 4 and the Blu-ray release will be Blu-ray Region B. And both are released in PAL. While the DVD release will be broadly available, the Blu-ray release will be exclusive to JB Hi-Fi. Poke Collection will be giving will hold giveaways for both in the future, although no details have been announced. Specifically, this movie set includes "Mewtwo Strikes Back, The Power of One, and The Spell of the Unknown, Entai. And the Pikachu shorts are Pikachu's Vacation, Pikachu's Rescue Adventure, and Pikachu and Pichu. I didn't realize the second movie was called The Power of One. I just thought it was called Pokemon the Movie 2000.
2: Pokemon the Movie 2000, The Power of One. That is actually the correct subtitled headline.
1: I have no idea. Go for it.
2: No, Travis is right. Yeah. I'm, ne- I'm never wrong. I mean, name one time I've ever been wrong on this show. It's not like last week when I said you had to tap on all of the Corsola and Love Disc that I was completely wrong because you don't have to do that at all in Magic Magikarp Jump. I've never been wrong.
0: Did you find that out just by letting them pass and seeing what happened or did you uh, see no, that? No,
2: no, no. Someone in Slack corrected me. I can't oh, okay. remember who, but someone did.
1: Yeah. We're just the spearhead of a giant internet brain that Solves all riddles for us, and and then we speak out the
0: answer. Uh, did you guys have a preferred movie out of those three? Oh, I don't even remember what the third one you said was. The entai one. It's where I thought entai
2: was Pokemon, the, Mo- no, Pokemon the movie. No, Pokemon the movie two thousand is the Lugia, legendary birds and Lugia. So, probably. I mean, the third movie is kind of. It's kind of weird that Entei's a dad. That's oh weird. yeah, yep, yeah,
0: dad, daddy Entei. I Papa, mean I mean
2: if I were to pick one to watch like today I would pick the first movie but I will admit that's purely out of nostalgia and no the fact that I know it the like if I go to a Pokemon movie it's it's because I I like it's sort of like a, the first one is a bit of a comfort movie it's not necessarily like fantastic but if I were to pick one of those three where I was like where I wanted to see one that I don't remember very well I would probably pick the Entei one, because the only thing I remember about it is that Entei is the little girl's dad, and that's weird, and I would want to know how that
0: happened, because I don't remember it. Uh, Charizard shows the... up at the end somewhere in that Entei movie.
1: <sighs> yeah, I- I've only ever seen the first one, so I would watch either of the other two. How
0: have you not seen the other Pokemon movies? Those, those were all in theaters, Will.
1: Yeah, when I was 27, and I was doing <laughs> adult things. And not being that creepy 27-year-old going to the Pokemon movie.
0: (laughs) This is off BGR.com. Meet PokeLand, the latest Pokemon app for iOS and Android. In the month since Pokemon... I thought you were going to say there was going to be like a
2: Pokemon park at Disney World or something, and I got all excited.
0: Yeah, no, this is uh, is the Pokemon Rumble spinoff. In the month since Pokemon Go's launch in the App Store and Google Play, the Pokemon Company has released two other mobile games, Pokemon Duel and Pokemon Magikarp Jump. The trend continues on Wednesday when the Pokemon Company announced yet another Pokemon app called PokeLand. In PokeLand, players will collect toy versions of their favorite Pokemon and battle throughout a series of islands in attempt to reach the top of Champion Tower. All in all, this basically sounds like a mobile version of the Pokemon Rumble series, which features many of the same elements. Including the way it looks. At least that's my opinion. Including the way it looks. According to the Japanese website, PokéLand requires an internet connection and links up with your uh, Nintendo account. Uh, th- which will allow you to bring your me into the game. I believe this is the first Pokémon game that connects via your Nintendo account. Um... As you battle your way through the island, you will also find gear that will let you strength- strengthen your toy Pokemon team. Starting today, Android owners in Japan will have the opportunity to participate in a limited alpha test. This test will feature 6 islands, 52 stages, 134 different kinds of Pokemon. Testers will also be able to climb the tower to the 15th floor which will be even taller in the final game. Players who participate in the alpha test won't be able to transfer their progress over to the final game. The alpha ends on June 9th. There's no word yet if the game will come to the US. That said, Pokemon Rumble and Magikarp The original Pokemon Rumble and Magikarp Jump made it over here, so PokéLand will probably do the same. Yeah, Pokemon Rumble
1: World, uh, you were able to have a Mii, but I'm not sure if it was the same Mii as your Nintendo Mii.
0: You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think they mean first mobile game, because obviously Mii's are on 3DS, so anybody could access that API and put Mii's into their game. So here's the important
1: thing. Can I take my outfits from Miitomo, which I have a huge selection of outfits of various glory, and, and use them in this new game? That I doubt it. That is critical.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. What other Nintendo... So Miitomo obviously accesses your Mi. I'm pretty sure Super Mario Run accesses your Mi. You're talking just mobile games? Yeah, just iOS and Android games. Fi- Does Fire Emblem access your me? Not that I know of. I don't think so either.
2: Unless it, unless you can use it as like an avatar, but I don't think so.
0: But even if it doesn't access your Mii, when you log into... I was going to say Club Nintendo, but it's not called that anymore. When you log into Nintendo.com and then go to the rewards section, there are rewards for both Super Mario Run and for Fire Emblem, and Mitomo. I don't even know what they're called, but you can get, like, items in the game by spending your coins. Like Fire Emblem, you could get, like, a fruit, like, you could get five free orbs just by logging into Nintendo.com and then redeeming it, and then you could get, like, another two orbs for, like, 200 coins or something. So if PokéLand is also accessing your Nintendo account, which no other iOS or Android mobile game does, I'm sure there would be some something tied into Nintendo.com with With your coins.
2: My guess is that this game isn't going to be too great. I mean was any Rumble series game. Really like that great. They were just. That's kind of what I'm saying. Because Pokemon Rumble can be fun. I think. but And there are some of those games. That I do like. But I think anyone who. Even anyone who really likes Pokemon Rumble. Would admit that the. Gameplay is pretty simple. uh, To your general pokemon rumble experience and we we're taking a concept that's already quite simple um like doesn't have a lot of depth to it and then making a mobile version of that it's probably even simpler to the point of my guess would be not it wouldn't be that great but we'll see
1: i mean i, I played a heck of a lot of pokemon rumble world um that's I enjoyed the, having... the
0: free to start one will
1: on on the 3ds, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you never had to put money into it, but uh, you you could play the whole thing without putting money into it. But it was just like you could only get so far so fast. Um, but uh, Steve, you were my king in in that game, as I should have so, been. I mean, that was fun, and uh, I I mean, I can see how it can move. That that's an easy move to mobile because like the Pokemon don't do that much. So it's easily, you know, just tapping on the screen is, is easy enough to translate the moves and stuff into if they maintain the same mechanics.
0: Here's a question for both of you, because you, you, you both like Rumble Rumble to some extent, and I will say that my favorite Rumble is the one on Wii U, because it had multiplayer and it had the, wan- the wannabe amiibos, which I thought were just charming in their own right. But that being said, question is... Does it upset you, or the opposite of does it, or excite you? I guess upset or excite you. Does it that, downset me? Does it downset you that they took what has always been a console slash handheld franchise and now pushed it into mobile?
1: Uh, no, they've got to make money. That's, uh, yeah, that's I'm, fine. I'm pretty Diver- diversified, folks. I'm
2: pretty downset about it. I, I, I mean, they've done like. The fact that they did what that with Fire Emblem, and I hadn't played Fire Emblem before, makes me want to... Like, they did that with Fire Emblem, and I had never played it before, and now I want to buy the new game when it comes out on Switch. So, like, I'm proof that that's a pretty good strategy. So I'm very down set about it.
1: So, so Steve, have you ever heard of uh, Willie Sutton?
0: No. Is he, right. he sounds like a country music star.
1: Incorrect. Willie Sutton was a bank robber in the early 20th century, early 1900s. And he's particularly famous because he was caught and uh, somebody asked him, Willie, uh, why do you rob banks? And his answer was, because that is where the money is. So, yes, I expect TPCI to make mobile games because guess what? That is where the money is.
0: Yeah. No, you. i want them to i want them
2: to make money <laughs>
0: um
2: i think what steve is saying is like in a perfect world like where like 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 we we all recognize that there's a lot of money in the mobile app market i, I don't think anyone's contesting that i think what steve is saying is a lot is of like, easy money if if the incentives were were different you know like if it were an even choice between making a mobile game or making a 3ds game, and they made a mobile game, would that upset you or
1: downset I mean, I've you? I've I, I've got I've got both. I guess I'm downset.
0: Yeah, I mean I have no turtle in this aquarium, but <laughs> I was just I was just curious what you what you both thought. That being said, clearly the mobile game thing has worked for them, and I think that's fine. I don't who's buying who's buying the Rumble games. Like I would I would have to imagine out of the games they have sold, whether that's Pokemon Snap or Pokemon Stadium or Pokemon Dash or or Poke Park, I would wager to bet that the Pokemon Rumble games are probably on the lower end of sales compared to the other spin off games. So when and, mm, hmm. there, there are some people who really like the Rumble games.
1: It's because they're more like action-y than your typical Pokemon game.
0: Yeah, but action-y you mean like you mean spamming the A button. Yeah. Like you that's could probably what I like to do. You could probably <laughs> play through that whole game without looking at the screen and just mashing A. No, you gotta aim you
1: gotta aim the Pokemon too. But I mean, as, it has to like walk around and go places.
0: I'm I'm only I'm only one person out of, you know, millions of Pokemon fans, but I played one Rumble game and I got the gist of it, and they haven't really changed that formula since. So it always made it very troubling for me to Well, Steve, formulaic pay...
2: storytelling is a well-established... <laughs>
0: <laughs> to pay, like, $39 for the 3DS one, which I can't believe that game came out at full price for what it was. Hey, there was a lot of story in that game. I think the Wii, I think the Wii U one, was, which was digital only, was $20. And that one, that one had to have done the worst, just based on the Wii U's install base. And then they did the free one on 3DS, which probably made them a decent amount of money, or maybe not, but clearly they made some sort of money to make now this one. Hey, remember Pokemon Conquest? Yeah. What well, we're talking about side I'd rather games. i not. That game's so good. Actually, I wonder, this, this is actually what I wonder now, is... They released Pokemon Shuffle on 3DS, and then they eventually moved it over to Android and 3DS. Or Android and iOS. iPhone. I wonder if Shuffle started making way more money on iOS than it did on 3DS. And so they saw that, and because both Rumble and Shuffle were free on 3DS, they they thought, oh, let's move it over to iOS and Android, because that is where people... Are more likely to spend money than on 3ds. I don't know. I'm so just... what
2: you're what you're telling me is we're uh-huh. gonna get a face raiders port.
0: Yes, made by the Pokemon so. company, and the only face <laughs> you see is Basculin's. You, I would, I'd play that <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> I'd
1: prefer if it was like Reggie's face or something.
2: Speaking of money, everyone's everyone's favorite Pokemon, Reggie Fisame. Yep, he only
0: says his name. This is offtheVerge.com. Neantic Niantic earns up to 50 cents per visit to sponsored Pokemon Go stops. That's a lot of money, hot dang. Hot, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get it. Speaking of money, Travis, we're going we're gonna to go deep. Wowzers. I've always said money is no good in the bank. Niantic is sh- surely proving that point. Uh, Niantic is making lots of money off sponsored Pokemon Go stops and particularly crashed out during the height of the game's popularity last year. Interviews with Brazil's Global Paper and TechCrunch, Niantic said that it charges anywhere from 15 cents to 50 cents for each visitor that the game draws to a sponsored location. There's some uncertainty about the exact cost of a visit but the figures imply that Niantic could be making millions of dollars off players. Niantic's VP of Strategic Partnerships, Matthew DeFate, told Global, Globo sorry, that its partners pay 15 cents for every visitor and the company has already attracted 500 million visitors around the world. Every activated McDonald's store in Japan attracts 2,000 visitors a day, he says. When TechCrunch double checked those numbers with the company, Niantic said it was actually Nyantix said that in actuality, sponsorships cost up to fifty percent per unique visit. Using Fiat's fifteen cent pricing and his five hundred million visitors figure, that could translate to seventy five million dollars in revenue. At fifty cents per visit, that revenue would jump up to two hundred and fifty million. In December, Niantic announced that it was partnering with Starbucks to turn 7,800 stores across the U.S. into Pokestops or gyms. That deal coincided with the debut of Pokemon Go-themed Frappuccino, which was designed to entice players. Spirit is also offering a partnership with Niantic to turn... Oh, sorry. Sprint is also offering a partnership with Niantic to turn 10,000 stores into gyms and Pokestops. It isn't clear how popular the game is following its viral release in the summer. Stop this article to say that as of last night, it was number 19 in the top grossing apps in iOS. But still, over the past few months, Niantic has launched new Pokemon, debuted the game on the Apple Watch, expanded into new markets, Pokemon Go's publisher. The Pokemon Company says the following release of Game Freak's Pokemon Sun and Moon, its profits... Profits rose to 143.3 million, nearly 26 times the profit it made the previous year. Clearly, neither Niantic or the Pokémon company are going to let Pokémon go die yet, especially if everyone's still profiting big time. All right, so before you comment on this, I have off of secondtoto.com Pokémon company's profits.
2: They couldn't get they couldn't nab first toto. <laughs> Uh so their fifteen. 15- couldn't nab that that uh VIP
0: URL, that premium URL. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh so the Pokemon company has nineteenth nineteen fiscal years in its history. So number nineteen is the year of Pokemon Sun and and Pokemon Go and Pokemon Moon. So we'll just start with their fifteenth fiscal year here. They made uh sixteen point six million dollars. Of, of net profit, right? Correct.
2: Because that would be very, very small if it were gross.
0: Yeah, net profit. Uh, their 16th year, they made $10.6 million. Their 17th fiscal year, $18.4 million. Their 18th fiscal year, I will stress that this is no game, no main series game this year, $5.6 And their 19th year is 143.3 million. So let me Well, wow, well, well. Let me just go through this one time. 15, 15th year, 16 million. 16th year, 10 million. 17th year, 18 million. 18th year, 5 million. This last year, 143 million.
1: They can finally get those gold-plated toilet seats in the executive bathroom. Wait, not even gold-plated. Just gold. <laughs> gold and silver? No. Who wants a silver toilet seat? Silver and
2: gold. It's a lot of money is the thing with over 160 million like how is the majority of that boost from Pokemon Go or did Pokemon like I don't know that much about financial performance of the of the main series of Pokemon games. I just like them and play them a lot. Did Sun and Moon do considerably better than for example X and Y or is that Jump just because Pokemon Go came out.
0: Uh, I can pull up the sales numbers, but I do know that the last time I checked, Sun and Moon were geared to pass the sales of X and Y, but were in the same ballpark. So it must
2: just that difference, must just be Pokemon Go then. Wowzers.
1: People really do like that Pokebug thing on the phones. Pokebug? Bugs. You go out. You, you poke at your phone. You get the
0: Pokebugs. Oh, Pokemon Go. It's so like, what are you talking that one? about? Okay, so Sun and Moon came out. So there was no game in the no main series game in the year they made five million, and then the year before that uh, was Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. The year before that was X and Y, and then the 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 first fifth, the first year I read off the. 15th fiscal year was Pokemon Black and White 2 and then in 2011 there was no game. I guess, I mean there was, but I'm looking at the Japanese dates here. So that being said if you look I think yeah, I I think it's obvious that Pokemon Go had probably the biggest impact as well as it being their 20th anniversary. So I think we also got this that year uh, we also got Pokemon Shuffle on iOS. Uh, we also got, what else did we get? Sorry. We got those monthly Pokemon distributions to like Toys R Us and GameStop and yep. and everything else. They did the whole Twitch thing for two days of all the Pokemon movies. So they did a lot of things last year. And that's that's kind of why I've been a little frustrated recently because they haven't really done anything this year. I mean, Magikarp Jump and Pokemon Duel and, and everything, but they haven't done anything big yet. Which, it blows my mind that, look at how successful they were last year, and they're letting, I feel like they're just letting that fall off. They're leaving the money on the table. So (laughs) so 2015, we didn't get any game. So is that where, is that where Pokemon Z was supposed to be? That has to be it, right? Yeah. Perhaps
2: they're looking at that, perhaps they're, they're looking at that huge jump in profits. And saying, Holy cow, holy cow some something changed here that something being Pokemon go that was a like a bit of an experiment on our parts, and it paid off a lot, so maybe we should take we should redirect our efforts a little bit to try and create some more projects that are similar to that, so maybe this year. They're spending more of their efforts like brainstorming, not like brainstorming, but like launching new projects and stuff. So that's why we're not seeing much like coming out this year, because probably caught them by surprise how much Pokemon Go made them. And they're like, well, I
0: think it it caught everyone by surprise.
2: Yeah. So so I guess what I'm saying is it it would be conceivable that this strategy is we had no idea how great the strategy would turn out for us let's try to launch similar projects so maybe they're like in the planning stages of similar things i mean that's pure conjecture on my part but it would make sense right
0: yeah no that makes sense so their 17th fiscal year is when omega ruby alpha sapphire came out that was more or less a worldwide release that was the year they made 18 million and then the year after they made 5.6 million obvious like not obvious not obviously but But obviously, come on, obviously another team was working on Pokemon Z or had to be working on something of the sort. Because as a company, if you're guaranteeing... So their worst year, which was out of of these years, which was their 16th fiscal year, uh, which was the year before... That was the year before um, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. That's when they did Pokemon x and y they made ten million, and i don't I don't know how their years exactly roll over, so that doesn't matter too much, but even if that was their worst year at ten million, and you look at the eighteenth fiscal year of no game, they could have made five million in net profit at least if they would have released Z and yet for some reason they didn't, yeah, so when I was talking to people in slack Nick kind of made a good point of if they if they missed that deadline of November or whenever they were supposed to release it, if they couldn't finish it in time and they missed it and they were gearing up for this 20th anniversary which included Sun and Moon, you just can't release Z anymore. It's not like you're going to release Z in March and then all of a sudden release Sun and Moon in November, which is what they did, because they announced Sun and Moon in March, so you're not gonna go. Oh, here's Pokemon Z. By the way, there's another Pokemon game coming out because people are either gonna go do two. Well, you're either you're gonna have the people that buy anything Pokemon related, like the three of us, or you have people that are very content with just one game every now and then. Whether that's oh, I bought Black and White, but I'm not gonna buy Black and White too. Oh, I bought X and Y, but I'm not going to buy Omega Ruby alpha Sapphire. Oh, I guess I'm getting Z, so I I don't need Sun and Moon or in reverse oh, Sun and Moon's coming out and that's a whole new game and it has all new Pokemon. Why would I go back to Kalos? I just think it's very interesting. What what
1: you're saying makes sense. It does make sense. Um, It's just, I mean, I hope all those people have been fired if their planning was that poor and their ability to deliver on time was that bad that they missed out on an entire game.
2: And that's how I got fired by the Pokemon company and Game Freak.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just so curious of what happened there. Because it's not like Z would have been a failure. It, it would have netted them $5 million. And I don't think any company is going to scoff at, oh, don't worry, guys. We'll make... T- w- w- yeah, we'll be okay with $5 million this year. But hey, if we would have released that game, we would have been at least, at least $10 billion. That's so much more money. It's net profit. That means that was after they have paid for everything. That's a net profit of 5 more million. dollars. Not guaranteed. You're right. It's not guaranteed. They, Safety not guaranteed. They could have sold nothing. I just think those numbers are very interesting. After, like, yeah, you can look at the 146 million and go, "Wow, that's 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 unbelievable." But I, I think that five million dollar number is way more interesting than the than that 146 million dollar number because we were alive and we were outside and we were in the deep end of the aquarium when pokemon go hit that's all i got I, I
1: i don't know what any of those
2: words mean so
0: sure i think that was our last news article
2: <laughs> so this is the part where like music comes in and we take a break right
0: yeah yeah i believe so i'm just double checking here uh oh sorry i got so carried away one more one more quick bit of news here this is off pokemon.com Sorry, 3ds. Pokemon GL.com. They really they really got the good domains here over at Pokemon Global Inc. <laughs> uh, small Pokemon, make it big in the tiny tourney. There's nothing little be to be <laughs> I'm already <laughs> laughing. There's nothing little about the fun to be had in the tiny tourney <laughs> online competition. Build your best team using only Pokemon equal to or less than one meter, which is three uh, feet tall. Then direct them in double battles in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Participants will receive gladite, Garvadorite, and Lopunnyite Megastones. The entire National Pokedex is available for you to build your team. As long as the Pokemon is under the maximum height requirement. Plus mythical and some legendary Pokemon will not be permitted. Not the key word here is some. You can use the Poke Transporter to transfer Pokemon from earlier games. Pokemon can hold items including Z crystals, but megastones will not be allowed. Check the regulations and complete list of Pokemon and items that are not permitted in the Tiny Tournament. Tiny Tourney. Registration begins June 14th. Competition starts June 23rd. Competition ends June 25th. 15 battles per day. You will need a Pokemon Trainer Club account and your own copy of Pokemon Sun and Moon with a party of eligible Pokemon. Uh, They don't have a list of allowed or not allowed Pokemon, even though it says check the list. It says the list will be available uh, when registration starts.
1: So after June 14th.
0: Yeah. But they're showing uh, Sandy Gas, and a Pachirisu, and a Mimikyu, and a Munchlax, Munchlax, sorry. Uh, So those are clearly four
2: Probably none of whom will get used. Maybe Mimikyu?
0: Ah, Pachirisu has the, what, follow me? That's pretty popular. I suppose. (laughs)
2: Uh, So someone on one of the... So there's a competitive battling subreddit called Stunfisk, and someone on that subreddit that is user super g s t e r seventeen made a post that is a link to a Google Doc spreadsheet that has um, all of the Pokemon that are under a meter tall, uh, organized by all their base stats. Anyone want to hazard a guess as to what what Pokemon has the highest base stat total under a meter?
0: Uh, is it Kartana? Is it Mew? No, Mews are pretty big. Ba- Mews and Celibia. Well, Mew are the same. Mew
2: is also Mew is also mythical, so it's not included. Uh Cartana is very close. Cartana is number four on the list at 570. Um and it's unclear whether Cartana will be allowed as an Ultra Beast. And it's also unclear and actually the f- four above it are all unclear for various reasons. Uh the three above it are Azelf, Uxie, and Mesprit, uh, each at 580. It's unclear whether they'll be allowed, because we don't know which uh, legendary Pokemon will be allowed, although I believe they will be, because I don't think they've been banned in things in the past. Uh, And then number one is also dubious, because uh, it's wishy-washy school form, and it really depends on if they count the height of school form, or the height of... What is the just the lone wishy washy called? I don't remember
0: wishy, just wishy washy. Uno, so def- Uno wishy washy is wishy washy,
2: so we'll have to figure out uh if they allow wishy washy school form. But discounting those five uh six, which are all dubious for various reasons, the next highest one is Porygon Z at number seven,
0: 535 base stat total. Wouldn't you just put Porygon 2 there and give it an, an Evia light? I mean, you would. But just for pure statistics sake, sake, that is the, yeah. Why is Porygon 2 better than Porygon Z? Because
2: of the ability? Nah, just because um, Porygon 2 already has, like, Porygon Z, when you evolve into Porygon Z, it doesn't really gain much other than offensive capability. So considering that, you've already got a decent bulk on Porygon 2, and then slap on an Eviolite and that decent bulk gets even better. Um, And it has a great supporting move pool, a a better supporting move pool, honestly, than it does offensive. Although there are some pretty uh, decent things you can do with Porygon Z and like
0: uh, singles too. Well, that tournament starts, like I said, on June 23rd. Registration starting on June 14th. So nine days when this episode goes up. And that is our last bit of news. So what we'll do is we will take a quick break. When we come back, we will do emails and Pokemon of the week. So we'll be right back.
2: Keep that dog clean. Keep that dog clean. Keep that dog clean. Keep that dog clean. Uh, keep, that dog clean in 2017. Uh, keep that dog clean in 2017. Keep that dog clean in 2017. Keep that dog clean in 2017. Just got to keep him clean. Just got to keep him clean. Keep that dog clean in 2017. Just got to keep him clean. Just got to keep him clean. Uh, keep that dog clean in 2017. Uh, keep that dog clean in 2017. Keep your canines uh, in good
1: condition in 2017.
0: And we are back from our break. Before we get into emails, let me, let me spit, spit about a new series here. Spit meaning talk. That's what the cool kids are saying. I'm glad you've clarified. How How is the D treating you, Will? I know the kids are still calling Washington, D.C., <laughs> the D.
1: How is the district? Well, yeah, it the... was pleasant until my air conditioning broke, mm. and now it's a little
0: roasty-toasty. Oh. I Let me tell you, I can't live without air conditioning. I, I hardly believe that. <laughs> so, starting... This week, the week this podcast goes up, uh, I am starting a new podcast. What? Believe it or not, a Pokemon-related podcast. What? Uh So I am starting a another Pokemon podcast uh, in all attempts to finally get rid of Travis and Will.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's taken you a while, but you've finally done it.
0: Finally, it is going to be a new podcast completely focused on the Pokemon anime. And we will be starting, we, as in it will be a show featuring myself and Irene. Uh, We're going to be starting with... That's fun and cute. That's a...
2: That's nice.
0: uh, We're going to be starting with season 20, so sun and moon. And we're going to be doing one episode a week of the sun and moon anime. The first uh, two weeks, uh, you will get bonus episodes as we try to quickly catch up to the current episode, which is episode 12, as of this recording. So, doing a sun and moon anime... So the catch to this podcast is it will be only for Patreon backers at the four dollar a month level. So if you're donating a uh, one dollar a month and you are interested, you would have to up that to four dollars a month, which is which really just comes down to a dollar a week. This has no effect on it. it's super effective. It's super effective, will still come out every Monday, will still always be free. All that jazz that I've always talked about. Uh, this is just some extra work that uh, I'm doing to see if people are interested because I know that a lot of people do like the anime. So Patreon has this cool feature where it does allow podcasts to go through there. So I will be uploading all the podcasts through Patreon. Once you are a gold backer, which is $4 more a month or higher, whether that's you know $100 a month or, or $6 a month, it will give you an RSS feed once the first episode is live. You enter that RSS feed in your iTunes app or your Google Play app or your Pod pod stitcher app podcaster pocket cast that's what i was thinking of your pocket cast app uh and then just like any rss feed when new episodes come you don't have to worry about anything you don't have to log into patreon it's just that initial login gets you that rss feed and then you're good to go at least that's how i believe it works that's what patreon that's what everything i've read so hopefully that goes very smoothly so yeah that i will send a patreon post i'll post about it but if you're if you're interested in that and you want to upgrade to four dollars. Cool. If not, if that's not for you, also cool. You still got it, it's super effective. So yeah. I think that's all. Me talking about the anime. Uh so with that being said, let's uh let's tackle some Pokemon emails. Some emails here. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send those over to SBJ at pkmncast.com. Or you can go to Oh, why don't we call them PokeMails? Hmm. That's really good. We should do that. Couldn't you get emails in X and Y? No, you uh, got, like, FaceTime no. calls.
1: Yeah, they were, like, 3D holographic video calls. Yep. In, in, well, in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, you could attach letters to Pokemon, and then they would carry them around places for you.
0: They didn't have a clever name?
1: Not the Pokemon it Mystery Dungeon Poke-mail. expert probably PokeMail. Yeah.
0: <laughs> probably. You could also go to PokemonPodcast.com and hit contact. Hit the contact button. Uh, Those those are two ways you can send emails. This is from Tom C., Rochester, New York. Hi, guys. I'm a fairly new listener, and I really enjoy the podcast. I got into the podcast via the Sun and Moon series. I recently jumped back into Pokemon with Moon after originally playing Pokemon Blue in 2001. Since then, I decided to catch up on the games in between. I am currently playing through Alpha Sapphire, which leads me to my question for the podcast. It's been mentioned on the past few episodes that one sign that Sun and Moon may have also been built for Switch is that there can be substantial slowdown while playing even on the new Nintendo 3DS. The thing is, I've also noticed slowdown at times when playing Alpha Sapphire on the new Nintendo 3DS, Horde Battles 3 on 3, or even when there is more than one Pokemon on the screen that has a, quote, more active animation. What are your thoughts on this? Since there are slowdowns in both games, does this change your opinion of why there's a slowdown in Sun and Moon? Are we just under the same spell while we hanker for stars? news? Tom? Well, I think there's more
1: than just that as the reason why an indicator of why it would be having a Switch presence. I'm not going to say move to Switch, but having a Switch version of the game, because I think they also have uh, taken the the graphics, right? The image files, the yeah. little models, and ported them, and they poured out to 1080p quite easily. And it's a, a, a nice experience.
0: Yeah, the slowdown is just one of many reasons why people, including myself, think that they built this for a more powerful system other than the 3DS, a.k.a. the Switch.
2: Yeah, well, I think for me the biggest thing is how little actually uses... How, how how unimportant the lower screen is in yeah. the game I mean the map is very it's cool that there's always a map there but it's not super important um to me that's the biggest piece of evidence so yeah y- your point is good that like it's not new to have frame rate drops uh in the game but but I think I agree with my co-host here that it's it, were that alone. You, I think you would be unequivocally right that this doesn't really point anywhere, but it's more the fact of the other pieces of evidence with which it is packaged that make, that make it as well seem like a piece of evidence uh, towards
0: that conclusion. Yeah, I think those are three good points. The bottom screen is useless, the slowdown, and the fact that people have ported them to 1080p. And those and
2: don't we already know that Game Freak is working on something for the Nintendo Switch? Yes, that's my that's my no. It's not like that. It's more like oh, you're doing the like what the, is the Switch? The, it's
0: like the click. Yeah, it's very difficult to do with one's mouth. I hear you. Uh, next email is from Christina from Sunland, California. Hey, I was trying to send an email and I was having trouble figuring out how to do this, so hopefully I did this right wanted to share a story with you guys. So I was so excited when Sun and Moon was released, and I was sort of following along with you guys playing. Then, near the end of the game, around the 6th gym or so, I was not feeling very well, so I was not playing as much as I would have wanted. At one point I was playing and I felt sleepy, as you do occasionally when you do not feel well, when I set down my DS, it slipped off the surface. I was trying to place it on and slipped into a bowl of dog water. <sighs> Couldn't fix it and didn't have the money to replace my DS right away. I'm assuming 3DS, by the way. And I had to wait a quite a long time. But I no longer really remember quite what I was doing in the middle of the time I stopped. I was trying to build a living Pokédex, and I missed out on a few releases of rare Pokémon, Time limit, the limited time releases. I've been debating restarting the game after transferring my current Pokémon game into Pokémon Bank, most likely, but it doesn't have the same appeal as it did when I began. So then I thought about your Slack community, but I don't know how to get there or anything about Slack. I know it's Patreon exclusive, but even though I don't have a lot of money, I'd actually love to support you guys. Traditional stuff. I don't have a favorite though. I do love to hear from Irene. I identify most with Will. And I love hearing about competitive Pokemon from Travis, even though I will probably never compete. Of course, that all works if I haven't gotten anyone confused with anyone else. I saw the video podcast. <laughs> I saw a video of the podcast once and I was really thrown for a loop because no one looked the way I imagined everyone did. Don't worry, SBJ. I love you too for everything you do. Thanks, Christina.
2: It's a nice email. I'm yeah. sorry your 3DS fell into dog water.
0: It sounds like the game was saved, because they talked about transferring to Pokemon Bank. Yeah. yeah. so that's are, good. You, are you disparaging dog water for some reason?
1: Because there's nothing wrong with dog water.
2: I don't know, but just the fact that you have to qualify that it's dog, dog water. Dog
1: water is kind of like, slimy. It was just, no, yeah. not if you change it every day, and I think it's kind of to differentiate from the concept that uh, she might have bowls of water just sitting on the floor <laughs> of her house like That's in true. that shall movie signs Those are cups
2: of water not bowls of water
1: Cups bowls it's all the same thing
2: To your question about Slack it's a it's a buck a month and then Steve will send you a link to join and then uh you can either download the Slack app or use uh there's just a URL you can uh direct your browser to and uh, talk in Slack there. Everyone is really nice and
0: fun and groovy and funny. It's a fun crowd. Yeah, uh, like Travis said, there's there's an app you can download. You can download an app on your PC, your Mac, your iPhone, your Android phone. And I don't think anyone's using a Windows phone anymore. I think those are gone. But also, you could just go to a web browser like Internet Explorer, Safari, or Firefox, or Google Chrome and just type in the the web link we give you, and then log in. So it is pretty easy, but if you have more questions, or if anyone has more questions about Slack uh, and Patreon, you can just shoot me an email, and I'll be more than happy to answer your specific questions, because what, what we're giving is kind of general information here. Uh, as for, like, restarting your game, man, that's, that's tough. Like, I totally know that feeling, because I've had that feeling for Fallout 3, actually. I got Thirty or forty hours into Fallout Three, and then my friend was playing. Technically, my roommate at the time was also playing on my PS3, and they saved over my save with their save, and it was like a fresh save. So they were only like one or two hours in, and that was like a gut wrenching feeling of I I don't want to start this over. Like there's a certain this, a, yeah. a jo- enjoyment at a point. Sometimes not all the time, but sometimes like re through what you've just lost is very hard for that to be enjoyable cuz you you wouldn't have done that like a lot of people restart games but to restart a game because you have to is like a totally different feeling
2: this might be a this shouldn't be a controversial opinion i don't think but it might be given the nature of pokemon fans if the prospect of playing pokemon right now doesn't seem fun don't do it <laughs> pokemon is a weird thing where like uh you know it it's not quite an animal crossing where you are actively punished for not playing every day but it is the type of game that has a certain momentum or inertia to it where uh if you haven't been playing a- for a while it's doesn't seem like it would be fun so unless you have like a specific thing motivating you to play like oh i really want to as you say like you feel really motivated to complete a living decks, or you want to breed a team to play competitively or um you've got a friend who you want to battle with a lot like unless you have what like an external motivator getting you back into it i don't necessarily think like forcing yourself to enjoy a thing you're not motivated to do is really gonna work like Play another game, and it'll probably be fun. And then maybe something will come along that'll be that'll uh, make you think, "Oh, I should play Pokemon again." And actually wanting to play a video game is is sort of, uh, in my eyes, a prerequisite to having it be a fun experience.
1: Yeah, and n- making sure that it's not work. Like, yeah, right. I I kind of like intersperse my Pokemon playing with uh, Monster Hunter playing, or. After I finish the game, I'll I'll play Pokemon when I want to build teams for various competitions and such, and that's what keeps my interest. But, you know, if you need to take a break for a little while just to let the story drain out and then you can get
0: back into it again, go for it. I agree. I think my biggest stop to playing Pokemon games is just the 3DS itself.
1: Stop hitting the 3DS.
0: It's like I kind of want to go back and play red, blue, and yellow, but then I think... Ugh, then I gotta play on 3DS. If it was on Switch, na- then we'd be talking. The Switch is really good. It is really good. <laughs> it's everything I really want. That's why that Monster Hunter announcement got me so excited, because it's exactly what I want. Ugh, so excited. Okay, so this is from Kevin from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh messaged, Dear, it's surely entertaining. Huh. I happen to recall that in the anime, there's a superhero who bases... His entire pre- pre- presence slash persona on Glygar. If each of you suddenly became a superhero based on a Pokemon, using their powers and abilities, who would you pick and what would you call yourself? And what would your collective Avengers t- team name be? Sincerely, frequent contributor Kevin, aka Koopa Prez. Man, I'm just not into superheroes at all.
2: <laughs> this is really weird because I, 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 this hasn't been announced anywhere, but the episode comes out some, well, I guess... Probably the day you're listening to this, if you're listening to it on Monday, June 5th, because which I think is when this comes out, we're launching season two of Very Random Encounters and we're playing the old Marvel superheroes uh, role-playing game from the 80s. So I'm really oh. in a superhero mindset anyway. So it's like I, I just had to come up with a personality for a superhero that was randomly assigned to me and now I'm being asked to do it again and it's quite intimidating.
0: I'll make yeah, mine. It's a tough one easy i would be halucha and have a wrestling persona and all of halucha's moves are wrestling based so it's really boring but that's what you're getting Ooh,
2: i have my answer um i think i would do i think i would do like uh slack off and it would i would like it would look like i was just like asleep resting somewhere but then all of a sudden i would just like Summon all of my, because I've been like, my, the superpower would be like, the more I rest, the more energy I like consolidate and then could spring upon you and just wreck you in one quick movement and then go right back to sleep. That'd be a fun power.
1: So I would be Hydramon, and I would have hydragon stuff. Like me and my Hydregon would go and wreck stuff.
2: And I guess the name would be the human sloth, is what I would be.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and then what's our what's our team name? So we have a weird sloth, we have a th- three headed dragon beast, and then a wrestler.
1: The Poke Avengers.
2: That's so bad. You should yeah, be ashamed that's of yourself. The thing. No. Um,
1: the The Justice League of Kanto.
2: What about assist like the Pokemon move, but it's also we assist the people of Pokey World. but that's,
0: that's better. I like I like the yeah. concept of it being based off like a move. Like we could be the Seismic Tossers. <laughs> Wait, screw <what>? up. <coughs> uh, we're moving on. <laughs> Ingars from Latvia writes in. <laughs> Ingars, so- sorry, I, I'm butchering your name. I apologize. Writes in, hey, I, st- I recently started a new job, which requires little attention to be put in. That's my kind of job. <laughs> and I thought of listening to some podcasts to pass the time, so I checked the Play Store for some podcast app, downloaded one, and reopened it. But then I kind of got confused, because I did not think of any topics I would actually like to listen about, and the first thing that crossed my mind was Pokemon, and I found you guys. I have listened to your most recent episode and realized that it's really wonderful, and I decided to go back to, to all your episodes from the beginning, the earliest I found on the podcast app was non, episode non, 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 49. Non, non. So I started there, and I've been listening at work each day for about two to three weeks now. I am currently on episode 76. The podcast is getting more and more awesome. You have made me fully indulged into Pokemon, and I've decided that I want to finish all the main games. started with Pokemon Go, and I'm currently out of the last gym battle. What I kind of like in listening to your podcast episodes is the feeling that I'm making a journey together with a super effective team. Currently, Sun and Moon has already been out for some while. But in my journey with you guys, Black and White 2 was only about to come out. The feels are simply amazing. I realized I really (laughs) like Pokemon. The anime is okay, but the games are just otherworldly. And to be able to experience how it all processed and grew together With your experiences, is just amazing. Well, that's all. I just wanted to message and show some some support, and I hope the show will still be running when I'm through the rest of the episodes. Thank you for that email. There's no question there. But I will say, the reason you only found episode 49 is because most podcast apps, uh, including, I would probably say, the two popular ones, Google Play Music and iTunes, uh, they can only store 250 RSS feed episodes. Uh, so since we're well over episode two 250 and there was many episodes in between, like the Sun and Moon series and the X and Y series, uh, that's why you don't see episode one anymore because we're just so far past that. But that doesn't mean that they don't exist. If you go to uh, the SoundCloud page or you just manually enter the direct RSS feed in your podcast app, it will show all of them. It's just like iTunes Store only shows two hundred and fifty episodes at a time.
2: I mean, I joke about how like uh, I joke about how much I how terrified it makes me that people listen to old episodes with me when I was a literal a literal high school student. That weirds me out a lot. I I mean, I I bet if you're a listener, you can imagine how strange that would be if you were in my place. Uh, Mainly, it's just like it's I don't remember what happens on those episodes and it's still really weird feeling to think that people today are listening to me say things that i don't remember saying from like five years ago <laughs> it's weird and wild and and i guess kind of uh flattering and and honoring
1: yeah i've never said anything wrong or bad so enjoy every word that has yeah ever but, come but i mean mouth.
2: like you were you were already like a like a <laughs> Like a big boy when we start when you started on this. <laughs> I think I was seventeen or eighteen.
1: There's a, a mere blip in my life so far.
0: <laughs> this message is from Cole, uh, from New Jersey. SBJ and crew, I have a, I have a few questions for you guys. Number one, if you were a member of the Elite Four, which type would you represent and which Pokemon would be on your team? I would be an electric uh type. And my Pokemon would be Alolan Raichu, Denide, Electros, Electvire, Ampharos, and Motom, P- Motom, Rotom, <laughs> in the Mo form. Number two, if you could pick one Pokemon from each generation, making a team of six, leaving generation one out, who would you pick? My team would be Snorlax. <sighs> that, that already breaks the rule. Oh, leaving one generation out, not leaving the first yeah, Not two.
1: generation one.
0: Yeah. My team would be Snorlax, Sizer, Chatot, Chandler, Denide and Aquac- Aquac- Aquaranid. Araquanid. Araquanid. There you go. Getting tongue-tied. Or Araquanid, depending on your pronunciation. Number three, if you could live in one Pokemon region forever, where would you live? I would live in Alola. Hope Travis is back by the time this is right on the show. Cole from New Jersey. I am. Oh boy, right. that's, uh... That's, let's get cracking, right? So
2: ah ice type is my favorite and would also be an ice type elite four member so it's got to be pile of swine Vanillax, uh like a frost lass and it's a good new what's a good like uh, oh probably like um Sand Slash. oh that's a good choice Hmm. I don't
0: know. Oh, this is a hard question. It's not, it's, oh. These questions are so hard only because it's like, hey, quickly think of six Pokemon out of 700 and I don't even know how many there are anymore.
1: <laughs> There's 801 since I just finished my living Pokedex, except for two, three, three, I need left, but that's OK. I'll have them soon enough. So can I wait my team? Can I do my team of six leaving one generation out? Uh since I just built a team for Pokemon Sun and I did pick all my final 6. So we've got Dragalge which is generation 6. Darmanitan is generation 5. Mimikyu is generation 7. Tyranitar is gen 2. Correct. Gliscor is gen 4.
0: Yep. All yep. right. Gen 4 so has I'm all the weird on- like evolutions.
1: Yeah, I'm off on one because I have Electros as my six. So uh, I'll throw in a Raichu to be a, an electric type. And there you go.
2: Wait, was that Which, did you somehow answer both questions in one no, answer?
1: No, that was my, my team of generation folks. Oh. Uh if it was if I was gonna be a final four, elite four doodle uh it's really hard i just doodle
0: uh I, I would be a water type elite four i would have huntail all,
1: all basculine uh,
0: just six huntail five huntail and one Basculin. so i would yeah, be elite four members don't have six pokemon i believe they uh... all have
2: five
1: Depends on which, how many times yeah. you go after them. I would, I would be an elite four member in a different region that hasn't been visited yet. And instead of being based on a type, it's based on a theme. And I would have all cats.
0: There you go. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, I'd have
1: meowstick. I'd have lypard. I've had. I'd have delcatty. I'd have Persian. Uh, Persian. I'd have. Give me one more. Dag Nabbit.
2: Delcatty and not Perugly.
1: Duck oh, I, is so which, much better than Perugly. I Ugh.
2: like Perugly.
1: Alright. And Lammeow?
0: I, yeah. I would say Snorlax is fair game. Snorlax
1: mm. is a cat.
0: Snorlax is... Is it yeah. really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I think I... I don't think I've given... No, I haven't given my... A team from with one from each generation. Gen 1 is... Meowth because I like it more than Persian eh, I would probably do Persian if we're talking that's supposed to be like a team I guess I would evolve it even Persian though I like Meowth more than really Persian really
0: underrated
2: Persian's cool Um, and then from Gen 2 I would do Piloswine I skip Gen 3 because I don't like it as much from Gen 4 let's do Azelf from Gen 5 Vanillux from Gen 6 Slurpuff ...from Gen 7, Mimikyu. That's a good team I got myself... Actually, no, Rabambi from Gen 7. That's a pretty good squad.
1: Mm. mm.
2: I mean, like, not good, like, it won't be competitively anything, but the fact that I could pick, like, a lot of my favorites from each generation and end up with, like,
0: something that's not laughable, that's pretty good. Man. Uh, I'll start backwards. Gen 7 to Cannon. Gen 6... Halucha, Gen Five Garbodor, Gen Four, um, Magmortar, Gen Three. Ah, that's skipping Gen Three. Skip it. Gen Two Politoed, and Gen One Machamp. There's two Fighting, but and two Flying because Halucha's flying and two can don't matter. I'm happy. I'm I'm satisfied. Have it your way. Yeah. I'm Burger King here. I'm having it my way. Uh, Where would you live, Alola? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's the right answer.
1: I I, know. I would live in uh, Sinnoh. Absolutely, Sinnoh.
2: Ooh, yeah. Sinnoh's great, too. Uh, Let's do... My character on the first season of
0: Mythical is from Sinnoh. Let's do a couple more here. I was trying to get through older emails. There's all these new email questions. Uh, Devin writes in... Hello, I have a question regards to Pokemon Go. Has the game changed your opinion about any specific Pokemon? I used to overlook hmm. Quilava, but now I think it's one of the cutest Pokemons, especially the... Po- sorry, he said... They said Pokemon. I added the S. That was my fault. Uh, especially like its animations. Furret is also super cute. It runs up to the, anima- up to the screen and scratches. With regards to recent events, I think the success is really based on the biome you... Living, I have. I live in a desert slash mountain biome, so water and grass Pokemon, Water and grass events were pretty awesome. The water event really filled up my Pokedex, and during the grass event, we had tons of spawns that we don't ever see. However, the rock event was a dud. It only increased spawns. The only increased spawns was Slugma. It was quite disappointing. I don't think. The event's success should be based on which Pokemon are spawning. Go offers such a different experience based on your location. It's really hard to judge the success or failure of the event. Thanks for your awesome podcast. Signing off, Rookie. No, I would say the grass event was a dud because it was only three days compared to the adventure week which was like eight or nine days? Maybe a week? Maybe I'm... Either way, the adventure week was twice as long, if not longer than the grass week. I didn't get Grass Pokemon. I got like Rattatas and Hoot Hoots and Natu's. I got the same exact things I were was always getting at my house or my work, so that's why I would say that it was a dud. Adventure uh, Adventure Week though was very noticeable in spawns. We don't get a lot of Rock type Pokemon in the Midwest. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm not yeah. seeing. I'm not. I wasn't seeing any Grass Pokemon. I Caterpie, Weedles, Pidgeys, Rattatas, Natu's, yeah. Hoot Hoots. Like none of those are Grass. And I like, yeah, I still saw those for Adventure Week, but not nearly as often as I saw Slugma or a Geodude. I think if I were going to pick a
2: Pokemon that I like more because of Pokemon Go... I mean, I have already always kind of liked Ditto, but I like how Ditto functions in Pokemon Go that you don't know you're going to catch it until you do. I think that's really cool.
0: I agree. I caught a Ditto the other night, and it was... It was a very exciting moment, even though I've had I have had Ditto's in Pokemon Go in the past. It was a Ratata that turned into a Ditto, and it was, oh, oh yeah, this is a thing. Oh, cool, yeah, Ditto. Oh, ah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I just don't think people should be going out in the middle of the night and riding bikes on city streets, c- catching Pokemon's.
0: Let
2: me tell you. Hey, here's a thing. This is this is like kind of Pokemon Go related. In the city I'm living in, I always say I live near Grand Rapids, which is no longer really even true i'm I'm in a, another town kind of in the area of Grand Rapids, Michigan, um but they had a there's a thing last night or like all day yesterday that was a like a pub crawl, but you were encouraged to go on a bike from place with alcohol to place with alcohol. So imagine all of these people who have ingested like a lot of adult beverages a pedal tavern? and because it's in the sun right and because it's in the summer they're also playing Pokemon Go. So people on their phones playing Pokemon Go after imbibing a lot of um of uh naughty liquid. Like that's a recipe for disaster and the place no. I work happens to have like a <laughs> the whole front wall is just like glass windows. So There were a ton of people that I saw with, like, phones in their hands playing Pokemon Go that, like, almost or just did fall on their faces. So don't
0: do that. Uh, It's very difficult to operate a bike and a phone at the same time. Yep. I've been, ever since Adventure Week, I've been very, and I talked about this last week. I said I was more compelled to finish my Pokedex in Pokemon Go than I have ever been in the main series games. And I don't, and I didn't know how to explain why I felt the way I did because of that, and and spoiler, I still don't know why that is. But to continue off my adventure week and to continue feeling my Pokemon Go Pokedex, I called up Micah. I, th- I think this is knowledge, but Micah and I live in the same city. So I called up Micah and I said, hey, let's go to Lake Park tonight. I haven't been there since, I haven't been there when it's, the stops have been open and I want to catch Pokemon and I want to see how many stops actually got removed. I want to know more details because I was at Lake Park for my interview with CBS when they interviewed me about Pokemon Go, but I didn't have time to like, actually, besides like the first area of the parking lot, I didn't have time to walk through the park and see what is there and what's not there. I pick them up. We head over to Lake Park. We get at Lake Park at 9:04 p.m. The stops are closed. Confirmation that these stops close definitely at 9. I thought it was 10, but it's it's at 9. So, stops are closed. I said, "Hey, let's just walk through Lake Park. I just want I want to count stops. I want to see what's gone and what's not." So, first Pokémon I see when we get to Lake Park is Totodile. Already excited. I'm already extremely satisfied with this trip because I don't have a Totodile. I catch the Dial. I see that there's also a Grimer at Lake Park. I don't have a Grimer. I'm looking for the Grimer, so we're walking through. Uh, anyways, we count that Lake Park had about seven to eight stops removed uh, out of the entire park. And it's not that big of a park. There are still stops there. It would still be a place that I would, wouldn't mind going in the future. And then, like two miles away, I went, eh, maybe a mile away. Snorlax appeared, and I didn't have a Snorlax, so I hoofed it, caught that Snorlax. Extremely satisfied again with the night. Uh, Also got a Cyndaquil that night too. So Micah says, "Hey, let's go over to Discovery World and the Milwaukee Art Museum. Let's. There's a bunch of stops there. Let's just go over there." So we were probably walking for about an hour, an hour, hour and a half around Lake Park. So we go over there. My concern was all the stops were going to be closed because. On both sides of the art museum and Discovery World, there are two parks, uh, and then Summerfest is over there as well. And uh, they weren't closed, so we caught some Pokemon, and then we saw a bunch of people leave Discovery World on bikes. And I was like, "Oh, that's that's weird. It's, it's it's like eleven o'clock at night. These where where did these bikers come from?" So in front of Discovery World, there's what's called a bubbler. They're one of those rent. I, I don't know. Travis or Will, if if you have these in your town, but they're just bike rental places where you just pay for the hour. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's called DC Bike Share.
0: Okay. So I forget what the one is that's in Grand Rapids, but yeah. Most of them are owned by a company called B-Cycle. B-Cycle owns Bubbler, but they also own Madison Bikes, which is the same thing in Madison, so it works universally. There's also One Stop. They also own some in Indiana, so I am now a bike member because of this, but you can rent bikes in Indiana, for example. So we, uh, we walk over and I go, hey, we should get a bike. And Michael's like, okay, let's do it. And I was like, I, was, I wasn't being serious. But now I'm curious how much it costs to rent a bike. So I went up to the machine and it's $3 for every half hour. Or you get unlimited rides for a month for $15 a month. But I didn't know that at the time. So we rented a bike. And I haven't ridden a bike since I was maybe 19. Maybe eighteen. Bikes are good and fun. I instant, like, zero struggle on getting... I know the old saying is, like, you never forget how to ride a bike. But it couldn't be more true. I got on that bike. I knew how to ride that bike. I had a great, great time on that bike. I biked, like, three miles that night. And that's not... I'm not saying that's a lot. I'm just saying. I biked three miles. And we went from... Discovery World to the Art Museum to the 3rd Ward of Milwaukee uh which has just I don't know why people are so up, so upset about Lake Park. There is a 3 block stretch, 3 city blocks, so not that big. And each there is 12 stops, 4 8 12, 4 stops per block. You can hit that, you can walk that whole thing in 5 6 minutes and then turn around and go back up it. The tw- who cares about Lake Park, guys?
1: I am mad about Lake Park because I don't want the man telling me what I can and can't do, and when I can and can't do it. So that's true. The the man can go take his laws and put them where they belong, which is not on my body. Thank you.
0: That's true. I agree with that. But even if Lake Park was still as active and had seven more stops, I feel like the third ward is really the place to go. I love the biking so much because also biking counts for hatching your eggs because you're not going. Terribly fast,
2: well, plus you can hatch eggs on a bike in the game, so it would be yeah. terrible if you couldn't
0: yeah, you're right.
2: moral of the story, bikes are good and fun, yeah,
0: and I like them a lot. I went back the second night and did it again and did six miles on the bike, and my legs felt like noodles, and all I want to do now is go back at night and bike and play Pokemon go. It's a real great feeling Unfortunately, I can't do that because I don't have
2: the Apple watch, but
0: yeah, or th- Pokemon Go plus then you would need. The app just open in your basket. As I mentioned before,
2: I do not approve of operating both a smart device and a bicycle at the same time.
0: You don't have to operate it though. You just have to have the app open and then put it in your bike basket. I got you. Just, you're just talking about to hatch eggs, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, also, there's a big difference when you're you know, riding a bike around downtown Grand Rapids at one o'clock in the morning versus, you know, evening when people are in cars That's and driving true. around and such. Yeah,
0: one of the benefits at 10... No one lives in Grand Rapids. <laughs> one, of the, one of the reasons why I like the night riding is because there's not that many cars. Are you a night rider? You, you better yeah. believe it. And <laughs> it's also way cooler. The new co-host the, the sun's Super <laughs> Effective, Kit. <laughs> the sun's not out. It's not beating down on your neck.
1: Well, and also you're a vampire.
0: Yeah, I mean that—that's all true. Uh, let's do one more email, and then we'll jump over to Pokemon of the Week here. This message is from Luke from Memphis, Tennessee. Dear SBJ and friends, I love the latest episode where you just dis- where you end your discussion about the latest amazing game Magikarp jump. When I first started, I saved up six hundred gems to get Charizard. He is amazing. But then I listened to the episode to find out what things to buy. I am now on my way to getting the Whimsicott cushion. I love the encounters you get in the game, and I always scold Magikarp because you can regain all three training points. I agree, that's the the right thing to do. Uh, I love it when you see a Pokeball and you snag it, and it says, Carp DM, throw caution to the wind, or something like that. It's pretty hilarious. And it refuses to jump for the berry. It says, better safe than sushi. I really love this jump game. Yeah, there's some good puns. I still play Pokemon Go, I have a few questions. If you could lead an army of Pokemon not legendaries, what would it be? I would lead a bunch of Togekiss because Togekiss is my favorite Pokemon. What Pokemon would you choose to be your guardian to protect you from all harm? I would choose Aegislash. Keep up the amazing work. Uh, Sincerely, Luke.
1: I would have an army of Durant because they work well together in big army
0: formations. that's a good answer. Yeah, that's that's a really thoughtful answer.
2: (laughs) Uh, oh, uh combi all right all right Uh, i'm just i'm just stealing will's answer basically like that i'll do something else i'll say like uh, because they already see they already seem like they're soldiers so it's like they're already trained for it
0: hmm i see what you're saying i'll have to come back on that one uh a guardian pokemon to protect you
2: oh i would do like uh i feel like i should do one where i could like go i could like trying to think if there's a pokemon that has like an orb in its body. I can just go in, so I'm like completely protected. Reuniclus. Like, <laughs> yeah, I should just I should just hop into one of the r- little Reuniclus jellies, and then I'm completely safe, and I can bounce around and have a good time.
1: But you can't breathe in there.
0: I would say. How do you know? I would say Metacham. That's because. A... Interesting. What's your reasoning there? Uh they can put up barrier, protect, uh, light screen. That's true. Well, if you want
1: that, then I'm picking Wobbuffet,
2: because Wobbuffet's Wobbuffet just an expert have... in
1: all that stuff.
2: It doesn't have the screens, does it? No, well, I mean, but it absorbs the damage and then that, it, like, deals it yeah, back it twice absorbs. as hard. It's a... If I'm doing dual screens, I gotta, you, then you got to do something like Klefki, because it's got Prankster, and that's better. Klefki would be l- l-
0: less space in your house. I feel like Wobbuffet would get it. And it's way. really cute. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about Magikarp Splash just or Ma- sorry, Magikarp Jump just a little bit. Travis, you're s- you're still playing. Are you going to continue playing? Much to my own chagrin, I will continue playing. Like there's no burnout for you.
2: There is. I hate it. I hate that I'm playing it right now as we speak. I just I'm just the type of person where if there's a button to be pressed that gives me a thing, it pains me if I'm not actively pressing it. It's a terrible thing with how my brain works, and I can't stop it, and it won't stop until somehow I forget that it exists.
1: I, I mean, it gives your finger something to
0: do. Right. I mean, there are other mobile games that do that, though. Do yeah, but not ones fishies? that have, like, Pokemon. Yeah. And you're not playing Pokemon Go? I'm playing a tiny bit of Pokemon oh, Go. okay. Because, I mean, you, instead of opening Magikarp Jump, and I'm not saying you should or not, I'm just giving a hypothetical... You could open Pokemon Go, catch one or two Pokemon, and then close it. That's true. Uh, I'm still playing Magikarp Jump. I'm still liking it. I have felt a little bit of burnout, so taking like two days off, or like a day and a half, I don't remember exactly, was was nice. I would say most of the burnout isn't from the game itself. It's from these training slash gym cutscenes. Yeah. I have never been more frustrated to get the words of wisdom cut screen cut cutscene. Yeah, that does nothing for you. It yep. does nothing. And I looked it up. It's a funny joke the first time it happens. It's like, really it's, funny the first time. And now yeah. it's 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 wasting my time. Yep. It is nothing but wasting six seconds of my life. And it's, it's Mr. Assetti, but you didn't do anything wrong. But Mr. Rossetti is punishing you for turning off that's your game.
2: Exact, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's Mr. Rossetti. If you didn't have to do anything wrong to make Mr. Rossetti show up. Oh it.
0: yeah, yeah. Like, why is that not a one-time joke? Why continue to tell me that nothing is happening? It's so yep. frustrating. The other, uh, not this isn't frustrating, but you know the one where you see the fruit in the water. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I think it's called the the old rod or the good rod. Yeah, it's called Old Rod, I think. There's no bad punishment for that. You can lose JP, but you don't lose your Magikarp. Yeah, you don't die. Yeah. Which was the big worry there. I still continue. I cannot not open Voltorb. I won't do that one if I've got a Pokemon, or a Pokemon, if I've
2: got a Magikarp of a color where I still have patterns that I need, like... If I've got a Magikarp that's small, so it hasn't yet gotten big enough to where I see the full detail of its patterns, and it's of a color for which I do not have all of the patterns, I won't take it. Otherwise, I will. We talked last week about how I hadn't, like, ever seen it go well for me. All of my bad luck must have been front-loaded, because I've hardly ever had it explode on me since. And the same thing with the uh Pidgeotto 1 it's always, it's been
0: i've had a lot better luck with it lately and since we talked i had really good luck with the voltarb and then i got uh, i got 5 to 6 explosions in a row Ugh. and then i'm i'm back to the i'm back to the good one did you get to the spoiler there's like a gray magic carp are you there yet yep okay cuz i'm not cuz when you said like you won't take it when you have a pattern you don't already have i have all the current patterns mm. Currently, but I know when you beat a certain league, it unlocks two new pattern, or two new base patterns.
2: Yeah, two new colors, yeah. Each of which has three, I think, patterns within it.
0: Yes. We got some corrections on this, but, because we said, said, I said we didn't look up anything, like, last week, I think we both didn't know what Charizard did. If you click on the Get button, it does tell you, It doesn't make that clear though. So the reason I didn't click on it is because I had how how much is popular? I think 500? Yeah. So I had like 300 and some gems so I didn't want to click on Slowpoke because I didn't want to accidentally buy Slowpoke. So that's why I didn't know what Slowpoke did.
2: And it's also weird because that's not how the other shops in the game work. Like if you're buying a decoration it has a
0: the it description lists what is below the decoration
2: it. Does under it. Yeah, but that's not the case for the support Pokemon, which is very, a, a very strange choice. Yeah, it's
0: very odd. Uh, Pop Leo uh, is in the water with you. That's still frustrating for me. Like, Pop is real cute. He's my boy. I want him out of my way. He's every seven hours, though. Not that big of a deal. I think that's really all to say, unless you have anything else.
1: I made it to level no. five while we were recording.
0: Congratulations.
2: Why, thank you. Uh,
1: On that slow road to level 46, like you guys.
0: Yeah, 51 is... You know, it's all about perseverance, character, and integrity. I wish there was a way to auto-battle. Like, just take me through the league. I get it. Especially where I am, because I guess... Do you mind if I spoil what happens after the luxury league? Uh, You go through a new league that just you can repeat over and over, right?
2: Right, so it's like, I'm just seeing the same things over. It's not even like... I mean, not that I wasn't seeing the same things over and over again before, but now I really am, and I still have to watch it, so
0: it's boring to watch the leagues. I mean, I still like it. Don't get me wrong. I just, I feel like we said everything that's good about it, and now all that's left is the slowness that exists in the game, which I can't help yeah. thinking about, because the, that, the slowness of how everything moves, whether that's battles or the wasting your time with the words of wisdom like those take up so much more time than the actual fun part of the game that i can't help but just consistently think about it there's like a time
2: wholeheartedly
0: if the game was like hey we'll speed up everything 50 percent if you pay ten dollars i would throw so much Mm. money at it because i just
2: don't don't say that. No, they are going to ch- now if they were working on some sort of fast forward, now they are going to charge us for it.
0: But like even I thought about like giving more money in cuz right when you when you pay it accelerates the game. Right. But you're But it doesn't accelerate the part of the game that is bad. Huh. Like I don't mind eating. I don't mind spending my coins. I don't mind the training sessions. It's just yeah, it's I'm just beating a dead horse at this point. That poor horse. <laughs> Magikarp jump in stores now. Digital stores. Travis, mm. give me give me the Pokemon of the week. The
2: Pokemon of the week for this week is a Pokemon that I really like, but often forget about. But when I'm reminded of it, I remember that I like it and that it is cool. That is the Pokemon Heliolisk has an interesting typing this one it is normal electric dry skin is an ability where if you are in harsh sunlight you're going to lose an eighth of your hp at the end of each turn if you're in rain you gain an eighth of your ability each turn then in addition if you're hit by a water type move you gain a quarter of your hp uh, back and you're immune to that move's effects uh you gain a weakness uh, minor weakness to fire type attacks. It'll deal 25% more damage, um, and then yeah, that's it. So a lot of weird effects, but essentially the most important ones uh, for our purposes are that gain HP when you're hit by a water move, and uh, you gain HP in rain. Because I'm picking this set from Daniel in our Pokemon of the Week Slack channel because it seems to be the set that has the most sort of input from everyone in the channel. Um, It seems to be the sort of culmination of everyone's inputs for Heliolisk. Worth noting, Heliolisk is legal in the Tiny Cup tournament. Um, So I've asked folks to uh, pick not only a moveset for Heliolisk that works in Tiny... Oh yeah, Tiny Tourney. Uh, But also pick Pokemon, pair it with Pokemon that could also uh, be allowed in the Tiny Tourney. So that's what people have done. So, this moveset from Daniel is Heliolisk with choice specs that increases the effectiveness of special attacking moves, but locks you in to whatever you choose as your first choice uh, uh, of a move when you send the Pokemon in. If you switch it out and back in, you can uh, choose a different move, however. Um, The EVs are going to be 156 in HP, 252 in special attack, and 100 in speed with a modest nature, so we are really maxing out the special attack output of Heliolisk. And then for the moveset, you're going to do Hyper Voice because you are part normal type, as I mentioned, so that gives you same type attack bonus. Thunder, uh, because you might be pairing this with something that can set up uh, rain because, as I mentioned, you've got Dry Skin, so you're healing in the rain, and then Thunder has 100% accuracy in the rain that can deal a lot of damage. Uh, Focus Blast is there for coverage especially because you're weak to um or sorry you're not weak but like uh, hyper voice uh wouldn't be able to hit uh steel types or um or rock types and electric's not going to be super effective so focus blast covers a lot of that for you uh and then lastly you're going to use surf because you can uh have that boosted by the rain so it's almost like it gets a same type attack bonus even though you're not water type and then this is where the uh, sort of partner Pokemon come in because you can partner at first with either something with Drizzle, which I'm not sure exists in the Tiny Tournament roster. I don't think there is one, but you can, but uh, folks in the Slack channel recommend uh, Klefki with Prankster um, so that you can uh, use Rain Dance with increased priority, thus boosting the damage output of Surf, but even better, you can pair Uh, your Heliolisk with uh, you know, maybe after Rain is set up, you can pair it with a Vaporeon, which, believe it or not is short enough to be played in Tiny Tourney Uh, and, you know, the Eevee evolutions have some of the highest base stat totals of any Pokemon you can even use in that format Um, and Vaporeon can have water absorb so you're using Surf, healing your Vaporeon, hitting both of your opponents and it's boosted by the rain, and you're being healed by the rain, so it's just an all-around great situation. And you're dancing for in your the buddy, rain, Heliolisk.
1: To to save everyone the time, there are no Pokemon that are small enough that have the Drizzle ability.
2: Thank you for that, Will.
1: Because there are only three Pokemon that have the Drizzle ability, and they're all over one meter tall.
0: Thanks, Will. Some trivia here, Heliolisk. Is the only Pokemon with a base stat total of 481. No, other Pokemon has the same type combination as Heliolisk and its pre-evolutions. Heliolisk is the only non-grass type Pokemon to evolve with a sunstone. And Heliolisk is the only Pokemon to have more than five Hangul characters in its Korean name. I don't know if I said that word right. Uh, Hangul, yes. That's close enough. All right. The generator Pokemon. That's kind of cool. Reminds me of that uh I like thing from Jurassic Park. It looks a lot like the
2: thing from Jurassic Park, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, it, not the velociraptor but no, the No, no, the thing that mm. like attacks uh, Newman in the porta potty. Newman. Uh yeah,
2: and shoots the like weird acid at his face which apparently the that dinosaur yeah. on which it's based can't actually do anything close to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know that actor's name. I just know him as Newman. Yeah, I don't know it either.
2: Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, you didn't say the magic word. Ah, ah,
0: ah, you didn't say the magic word. It's is
2: really good.
0: <laughs> I love that movie. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, some house cleaning here. We have a subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash super effective. Follow us on Twitter at Pokemon Podcasts. Send any emails, sbj at pkmncast.com. And, uh, keep up to date with the Twitter, and if you're a Patreon backer, uh, like I said, we'll be doing that new anime podcast, Haname podcast this week, uh, starting with the sun and moon Haname, so if you want more It's Super Effective content, or you want people's thoughts on that series, or you just want to support us in any way, you can jump over our Patreon to do that, patreon.com slash It's Super Effective. That'll get you there. Otherwise, Travis is at the Travis W, Will is at Wash in the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. Oh, also, I forgot. We have it's super effective shirts. If you're interested in a shirt, uh, pokemonpodcast.com, there's a store button. Uh, there are a couple shirts left, so if you're interested, they're like they're $15. Otherwise, thank you all for listening. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Appreciate it. If you didn't make it this far, I still appreciate you. At least...
2: (laughs) You just don't know you're appreciated. Yeah, you just don't
0: know it. But if you made it this far, let it be known. You're appreciated. Uh, Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are Super Super Effective Super Dilophosauri
2: that dog clean in 2017. I forgot to mention another thing that really bothers me about Magikarp Jump, and that's that if you upgrade the most common berry to the extent that it provides more JP than the berry that is, uh, than the berry that's one tier stronger than it, it will actually start spawning more of that second tier berry because it gives you less. I spent that coin, hard-earned coin, on (laughs) That first berry, because you give me so much of it, so of course I'm gonna wanna upgrade that one, so you can't swindle me like this. Pokemon Company and select button. Stop this.
0: Just wanted to give a big shout out to Wally. You can check him out uh, over at DrunkOnTacos.com. And if you want to be part of the shout outs at the end of the episode, you can jump over to Patreon.com slash It's Super Effective and sign up for the producer tier. But again, a shout out to Wally. You can check out his stuff over at DrunkOnTacos.com.